Hey everyone, this is Todd Latore from Queensryche, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Automatic defense procedures initiated. What we've got here is maximum voltage, maximum power, maximum carnage. This is Maximum Threshold. Call the show at 440-709-4977. Maximum Threshold. And here's your hosts, Dom. He's actually quite smart. He just makes errors of judgment along the way.
Miss the live show? Go to stitcherradio.com and search Maximum Threshold and listen in today. That's Maximum Threshold and Stitcher Radio, a match made in heaven. If you want to follow Maximum Threshold Radio, you can do so. You can find us at MaximumThreshold.net, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Maximum Threshold Radio, Twitter at Max Threshold. You can also get us on YouTube at youtube.com slash maximum threshold pretty damn simple huh check us out follow us be part of us have a smartphone ipod ipad or even roku grab the app tune in and search maximum threshold and hear the show live directly from your device Looking for reliable and affordable Shoutcast audio or video hosting? JWN Media offers complete Shoutcast hosting solutions for business or personal use. All plans come with full listener stats, custom web scripts for implementing your service into your existing website, full server control, super fast network, and huge bandwidth limits, a 99.5% uptime guarantee, and friendly, knowledgeable support personnel dedicated to making your hosting experience fun and easy. With plans starting at only three dollars a month you have no excuse not to get a server of your own plus with the option to add auto dj and on-demand services you can be confident your station will be all it can be custom plans are also available at their website simply visit jwnmedia.com and click the shoutcast hosting link to get started right now yeah what's going on baby what's shaking Hey, Quincy Jones, man, he made some cuts back in the day. It's a badass song, man. How many, seriously, when Sanford Sun came out, how many people do you think you were conceived during that song? I bet a lot of you mothers out there have. I'll bet it. I'd bet the farm on that one. Yep, I know I was. Oh, wait. It didn't come out in the 60s. <laughs> had to be something stupid then. Partridge Family. No, they came out in the 70s. My favorite... Martian, oh my god! Damn, I I didn't turn out as a nerd. I wish I was. Oh, whatever. Hey, welcome to tuning. Thanks for tuning in this week's edition of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Coming at you live tonight. We're over here in Jersey at Bergen Pack, just outside the doors where Queensryche just finished playing not too long ago. And it had like a little family reunion over there. So I want to thank everybody who tuned. Thanks for everybody who's who was there at the Queens Reich show. We had a um, good 80% of Maximum Threshold gang was there. 
And we got to score a little interview with the opening band, Kill Code. And we'll play that here in a couple minutes. Uh, so I'm going to do that in just, just a minute or so. Uh, I start off the show, man, playing um, some some Reich. And I'm just just doing my thing here. I got a pounding ass headache, so I'm trying to work through it. Uh, so we may have an interview with this band a little later, another band later, live one. I've called in about an hour and a half. So um, I was going to jump in here and just start get, get ready to the interviews and stuff. I am, I'm not really feeling it today. I mean, I'm still in the show and all that, but I'm just, just got this damn headache, man. I can't, can't beat it today. When uh, uh, ibuprofen 800s, plural, isn't kicking its ass, you know, something's up. So I don't know, man. Maybe in the way I slept. Who knows, man? The night in jail just doesn't cut it. Those benches suck. It's man and I'm in New Jersey too, so I think those two together. Uh, uh. Okay, let's see. So we're gonna have um the band Malice gonna be calling in about ten o'clock. We're gonna have the bassist Rayman. Rayman James calling in 10 o'clock. So they're, um, I, I had them confused with another Malice band. This, I guess, uh, the band that is actually owns the, the rights to the name of the band Malice. And they're out of St. Paul, Minnesota. I guess they're like a man of war. So I asked them, I said, they wear loin um, claws and all. <laughs> Okay, well, let me get in this interview. I got this interview right here that Beave um, snagged for us. Interview with Kill Code. I got I got other interviews. Um, you know, let me do this. I got this other interview. I didn't play it with Nita Strauss. I've been wanting to play this for a while, and I just forgot all about it. Let me knock out this Nita Strauss, then we're going to come back with Kill Code, and we'll see where we're at after that. So here you go, man. This here is Nita Strauss. I like how I just threw him on the back burner for this. Be back after this. You know why? Because she's prettier than him. This is Dominic at Maximum Threshold Radio, and I have before me... Nita Strauss. How the hell are you? I'm doing good. A little damp, but good. I've been talking to you for years trying to get an interview with you, and it just, just never worked out. Here I am. Thank, thank God. Excuse me. <laughs> so, so what brings you here on the Rock and the Range? America. That's right. I'm here to do the national anthem. I'm uh, very, very, very happy to be asked. You know, Monster Energy is, is an amazing company. Really thankful to be a part of the Monster Energy family, and we ended the Alice Cooper tour here a couple days ago and they said do you want to stay on a few days and do the national anthem for the salute the troops weekend and said absolutely you can't stop me if we're doing that how long did it take you to learn the song um i've done it i've done it before i used to do it with it at the la kiss football okay. games so oh, um, i just had to refresh it not long how was it doing those la shows the the la yes. kiss games yeah. it was really fun i'm a huge nfl fan i'm a huge sports fan in general um but especially football. Like football's my sport, so nice. uh, getting to do. I mean, the arena football's not really you know NFL, but oh, yeah. it was close enough for me. People they still throw the balls around and yeah, tear no, each other up. Really, Scores may be like a hundred hundred ninety. It's pretty crazy how much they score in arena football. And I was kind of being a football snob. I was like, uh, you know, that's not a real field goal. But it, it was. 
was cool. Yeah. So now you're now you're doing. Are you doing your own thing right now? Or? Uh, I have my my own band. Yeah, it's called We Start Wars. Um, really, really, really excited to do the first show with them May 25th at the Whiskey. And it's really it's the band I've always wanted to be in. It's a really great, powerful, all female band. Fantastic drummer, another great guitar player, Berkeley keyboard player, like super super powerhouse vocalist. The whole band is really strong. Sorry, so I gotta get a hold of some of that music when you get. Say again. I gotta get a hold of some of that music. Oh, it's on iTunes. Oh, is it? Spotify, okay. Amazon. Yeah, just look for We Start. Wars, the first single is out, it's called The Animal Inside, and nice. uh, I'm very, very excited it about it. Thank and you. Like I said, well, I'll always do whatever I can do to help you promote it. Say again? I'll do whatever I can do to help promote it. Thank you very, very much. I really appreciate that. So being back, going back now, what would you do now, your main thing, what does the other people in the band think about your career that you've been taking, has taken off? The other members of the Iron Maidens? Yeah. We're all such good friends. We really are. Like, we're all, you know, touring with the Iron Maidens is like being on a, in a slumber party with your best friends all the time. Like, so it's really cool. They've all been really, really supportive. I go and sit in with them when I can at home, and it's been really great. They ever get like, okay, when, this, when your solo thing takes off, you leave Alice, can we take your place? No, never. No? No, not, not even joking? No, no, and we're not like that. No, we're such good friends. Like, you know, it, yeah, out of fun, it doesn't that's even, yeah, no, nothing like that. Nice. No, not even close. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Courtney and I have been, you know, we lived together for a long time. Like, we were always, like, the best of friends. She's putting out her solo stuff now as nice. well, and, uh, and uh, I've heard some clips of it, and it's fantastic. So. Has she asked you to do any, any appearances on it? She hasn't. No, no, she hasn't. I'll probably have her play online. Cool. Yeah. How's your kettle corn? It's pretty good. I'm still pretty hungry. So. <laughs> you, you like Girl Scout cookies? Love Girl Scout Don't tell me you have some Girl Scout cookies back there. I have some tree foil. They're not thin mints, but I'll take it. I know. Those are all the ones I had left. My daughter's Girl Scouts. So those are all I, all I have left. We sold over 100 boxes of them. That's you should all, sell them here. I, that's all I have right there. You're the first person that actually said they wanted some. Oh, yeah, no. That's how hungry I am. I'll eat a true foil. That's what they are. So what do you think is the key ingredient in Girl Scout cookies to make people love it? Do you think they actually put crack in them? You know, I think, well, I'll tell you what my, my key ingredient for a, a good Girl Scout cookie, like the perfect bite, you got to put it in the freezer. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. You the put, Samoans, you got to put them in. Yeah, it's Samoans. I mean, thin mints are my cookie. Oh, yeah. I'm a thin mint. like a peppermint. I'm a thin mint, like, purist. I love my a nice, cold thin mint out of the freezer on a summer day. It's a perfect you gotta, bite. you got to try these with peanut butter. You put some chocolate on it. Oh, my God. You, you can take these and you can dip them in chocolate. That sounds amazing. <laughs> See, I already told you I was hungry. No, I'm more hungry. That's why I brought them because I was hungry too. Yep. Well, thank you. I will try that. Well, I'll have these for probably the rest of the day. So if you want some more, oh, you come back and take some more. I might. Thank you. So how can people get a hold of your music? Uh, if you just search We Start Wars on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, uh, the first single, The Animal Inside, is up there. If you search my name, Nia Strauss, uh, my debut solo song up there, Pandemonium, is also there. So. You know, one of the things I like, I like going on your Instagram and seeing pictures with your mother. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, you used to look... You guys look wonderful together. My mom's my best friend. My mom, my little sister, and my dad and I, we're all so close. Hey, you guys look so happy. Lucky. Yeah. You think you had a good childhood. I did. I really, really did. Very, very lucky. I have two parents that support my music career and, and uh, we're really behind me. You make her look young, too, when you're with her. Oh, my mom looks like my sister. I mean, like, you know, my little sister, my mom, and I all look 
like we can be siblings. So if we feel, I mean, it's good genetics. What can I say? I mean, right. If I grow up to look like my mom, I will be so happy. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Can you do us a quick favor? Absolutely. Can you do a promo ID for a radio show? Yeah. Tell me what to say. Your name, whatever band you want to be affiliated with. Okay. You listen to Maximum Threshold and throw some crazy out at the end of it. Don't put no thought into it. Hi, this is Nita Strauss from the Alice Cooper Band, and we start wars, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. Shred on. Nice. I don't know. I, I'm not that crazy. Oh, that was good. <laughs>
there you go, man. That was We Start Wars. And, of course, right before that was my little interview I did with Nita Strauss. It's not too long ago. So I had to bring that out and play that for you guys. And that was the first time I got to hear her band, too. I mean, I had the music and stuff. Just I haven't had a chance to plug it in. So now we get time to pimp it out. Get to pimp out Nita stuff. Yeah. Cool chick, man. Really cool lady. Ah, she's on the road again, I guess, with the Alice Cooper band. They're hitting your town. So um, she definitely is uh, a sight to see. Especially if you're a guitarist, man. Yes, the Kill Code interview is up next. So I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to come right back. I'm going to jump right into this Kill Code interview. And I'm still working on trying to download his music from the band Malice. That'll be on here in a little bit. In like an hour and 20 minutes or something. So, okay, let me play something here. Um, This here goes out to um, the Curtis. Yeah, out in his little trucky, riding across town, in the cross country, I should say. Savage animal! <laughs> here you go, this goes out to him. By request. And we are back. We're ready to roll. Right in this next interview here with Kill Code. This is, um, he changed his name up. Oh, Beavis. Wants to be called Dave, so he's going to be called Dave in this interview. Hmm. Okay, here we go. <laughs> be back after this. This is like 50 minutes. So, do what you got to do. Check it out, man. It's it's pretty cool interview. I just listened to it a few minutes ago. It's pretty cool. So, here you go, man. These are the guys out of New York. This is Kill Code. And your own Beav here on Maximum Threshold Radio. It's recorded... Just a couple days ago at over here at Bergen Peck. Yeah with Queensrike. Okay, this is Dave with Maximum Threshold Radio. We're hanging out with Tom and DC from Kill Code. How are you guys today? Fantastic. All right, we're at Oh, Eric's here. Oh, he's, he's waving us off. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. That too. All right, so we're actually at Bergen Pack. Kill Code is opening up for Queensrike today. And uh, I just wanted to ask you guys, um, I saw the Kicking and Screaming video. Um, how was that put together, and um, who directed it? Um, Kicking and Screaming was directed by uh, David Swajewski and produced by Marianne Gris. Uh, we produced it. Uh, they have been behind all our music videos as far as Kill Coke since the beginning. Um, they did uh, Still Here, The Wrong Side, uh, Breaking Away, another song of ours, and then the latest one, Kicking and Screaming. Uh, the way it came together was we had just came off uh, our first big tour, world tour, um, that we hit Mexico, France, Germany, uh, a couple other spots, and we we documented it ourselves um, on our own camcorders. Did a lot of footage. We also had footage from the festivals, and uh, we kind of wanted to make it kind of like uh, the ode to the tour, you know, like right. what showed people what we've been up to, and then we mixed that with some studio uh, production that uh, David brought in, and uh, it pretty much just documents what we've been doing. That what we did in 2016. Okay, so it's just like a retrospective of last year's events yeah, and such. Yeah, yeah. Right, so you guys have any other shows coming up other than yeah, this well, one? Yeah, we, we've been on the road. We've been traveling much, you know, continuously since then. Um, we just got back from two dates in Germany um, that we did. We, uh, we're doing the show tonight. We're, next week we hit the UK, uh, and then we hit Switzerland. Come back for a few uh, East Coast dates with uh, D. Snyder. 
Oh, D, nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Very soft thing. Twisted then, is over, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, what now, say. that's what they say. <laughs> you know, it ain't over till it's over. We'll see. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, you have any new material you've been writing? Yeah, um, we talked a little bit out the bar about this, but, um, you know, we're hoping to finally fully drop our current album, uh, The Answer, by the new year. But in the meantime, we're already working on the new record. We're on the new one today? Yeah, wrote a new song today. Oh, okay. Today. This band's always writing. Yeah. Always writing, you know, uh, it's like the biggest thing against ourselves is that we don't have time right. to sit and just actually finish the stuff because of all the dates that we have and all the touring that we're doing. Right. But we're, we're writing, like, every time we rehearse, we're writing. Right. You know, something new comes up. I mean, it's a, we're, ever, we're blessed with the problem that sometimes we can't figure out what songs to play and which ones will work because, like DC mentioned, we're always writing. Like Eric just said, Eric just wrote a song on the way up here. You know. <laughs> so when you were writing and driving at the same time, did, did you get away with it or did you didn't get a ticket, right? That's funny, I used to I used to call my friends at three in the morning for real and, and say, Don't answer your phone, I'm gonna call you right back and I would leave a voice message with the song I did. Right. But now our phones, the technology's changed, so we have like the notes or whatever, the little recorders on the phone, so I'll just sing into that. So why do you still call me at three in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> do you drunk dial Eric? Yes, yes. So technology. So we find out Eric drunk dials while writing yeah. and, and driving. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Awesome. So um, who's um, your management and what label are you um, on? We, right before we went on the tour I mentioned, uh, we hooked up with uh, Collier Entertainment, Danny Stanton, um, who also did a lot of things behind a lot of the Twisted Sister moves and a bunch of other great bands. Um, and it was a blessing, you know. It was another one of those moves that... You know, sometimes in this business you can be great, you can be doing everything that you can to make it happen, but it takes meeting that one person or those people who just take it to the next level and he's been a big part of that and you know, so far so great. Yeah. Excellent. So uh, we have a question actually that came to the chat room. Um, this is from Hellion in the chat room. He asked, do you wear housecore manowear loincloths on stage? Do you wear Housecore Records Man of War loincloths on no, stage? No, we don't. I mean, no. I will say DC is but, DC is the but most stylish. always a first. And I can do the night. Yeah, right? yeah. We wouldn't be opposed to, as long as it's not too cold. Right. Because yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then, you know, we have to make sure he's always in top four. I saw, like, I saw a fruit basket too. back there. Ask him if he'd like us to. Would you like it? Well, I don't know. But the voice you're hearing back, that's Rob Noxious on drums. Oh, okay. We have the drummer. Hey, what's up, Rob? Yeah, so, yeah, so if I see a Housecore Records... If I'll... anybody's going to be wearing it, it'll be DC. Yeah, it'll be <laughs> I think it would probably be Chaz. <laughs> that's off stage. Yeah. I'll, I'll bet you two to one it'll be on your uh, merch fucking uh, list <laughs> next week. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Holy shit. Hold on, I gotta go. <laughs> so, I don't know, I was reading that uh, To Die For was featured on the Howard Stern Show. How did that come about? Um, that was an, uh, one of those random things. We actually got a phone call of being from New York, you know, big Howard Stern fans. Um, and some of our fans are huge fans as well. And just got a phone call, dude, your fucking song is, is like a loop in the intro. So, so that's the thing is that the song is called 6 a.m. Again, and that was the time that his show started. And it's basically just the looping of the of the intro right into it, and that's how we found out. Yeah, it's, it's just a matter of using. It. And then our manager called them and verified it. And well, that's good. Would you bang Robin Quivers like Jim Florentine did? Uh, I personally wouldn't, but that's because I have somebody in my life. But if, if I, you know, if I was free, I probably would. I'd do a big hands. <laughs> oh, you would. All right, that's good. There's plenty of guys in this band. Did you write the song six a.m. because you were up from three a.m.? No, actually, it did. It did start out that way. The song came about 
um, early on, like I think maybe the first month the band got together and I was sitting at the bar with Chaz and Eric. And um, we finished it in the car though. Like, yeah, and I, was, <laughs> I had fucking slamming hangover, and I was just like, dude, we got a fucking show today. It's 6 a.m. again. And Chad said, What did you say? I was like, 6 a.m. again. He's like, That's a song. That's how it happened. So there is some truth to it, what you just said. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. Did you guys used to hang out a little more back in the day? No, I, I actually see it. Yeah, okay. What good shows did you see back in the day, Bill? Just to, you know, yeah, maybe figure out figure out place. your influences and all yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, Nuclear Assault, I saw there a few times. I loved it. Biohazard was like the house band there, practically. Right. Right. I actually saw Queens right at Lemoore's. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was a good one. That was in uh, 85. Pantera, Devil Driver. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was that era. It was like, I was there every weekend. Just White right. Zombie. It's great. But did your car ever get stolen or get set on fire nope, when you were there? Because I used to take the train. Yeah. Oh, the locals. Yeah, the locals. Yeah. We used to take the locals. train while listening. steal a car to get yeah. back. No, no. <laughs> while listening to Biohazards when you're across the tracks. Yes. yes. Listening to that song. I was there one night when Pete Steele lost his um, Monte Carlo, his primer black and lime green Monte Carlo. We just forgot where he put it, so it took a couple of days. He got it back. Oh, wow. That's great. That's great. So, um, where can we find everything? Like, Kill code on the web. Well, again, like we were talking about earlier at the bar, um, the new record is available pretty much exclusively only at shows and to festivals. Um, and there's a couple singles on iTunes that you can get. And there's even one for free you can download. Um, our, our shop, our end slave. Um, our past releases, though, you can pick up uh, through our web store uh, through killcode.net. If you go to killcode.net, killcode.net, it'll link you to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, to our store. Uh, big cartel. Kill, yeah. kill. You, you actually can get the new record well, through our site. You can get the new yeah. record on the site. It's yeah. actually that yeah. either at a show, show or, or, or on our website. Okay. Kill code down there. So you're not selling uh, records on a blanket on 14th Street then? No, oh, but depends, it depends if we're playing. Right. Right. If we're playing, if you know. You got a fucking blanket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Again, we're, we're talking to Tom, DC, and Eric. Eric. From Kill Code, sorry. I didn't have your name written down, so I'm, I'm shot. <laughs> it's one of our songs, too, Shot. Oh, okay. Someone said to say hello to Beavis. I don't know what that means. Oh, that's me. That's me. All right. Yeah, that's me. Awesome. Hello. Hello. La, la, la. <laughs> that's cool. So uh, tonight, like, um, how long is your set, and uh, what are you going to be playing tonight? Uh, it's probably going to be a shorter set, because, which we weren't aware of, I guess it's... This club, this club closes, have to be done in Alpine 11. So it'll probably be about 30 to 35 minutes. So. But we'll pack it in there with the, you know, the stuff that people want. It's sold out? Yeah. Oh, cool. So um, are you are you playing stuff off of like this album currently? Yes. Are you yeah, mixed no, up? No, if, I, if I remember correctly, we have a little, little bit of something from everyone. You know, we'll have three songs at least from the new record. We'll have our staples. You know, we have our staples that from the very first record, uh, very first EP, rather, um, to 6 a.m. again, stuff like that. But, you know, we'll leave that up to fresh surprise so you can write about it afterwards. Okay, excellent. So how'd you guys all get together? Like, um, I mean, I know you guys are from different parts of the city. Yeah, we got together. Still I, was, uh, I was on a label briefly with uh, uh, Chaz and another band. For whatever reason, it didn't work out. We decided to not necessarily start another band, but just write some songs, see what came about. Ended up having something that I thought was worth maybe starting a band. Chaz and Eric were very good friends from the scene. Um, brought Eric on board. We uh, started auditioning drummers. Uh, Robbie was pretty much about to move from California. 56, he moved 56 drummers we tried yeah. all over the world. 56 <laughs> drummers, wow. Got amazing. Robbie. As soon as he walked in, we knew that was it. We were with another guitar player for a year or two. 
uh, prior to DC, um, Pat Harrington, who's a great guy, great guitar player. He moved on for whatever reason. DC was a close friend of the band's and in the band Pansy, who we were fans of, still is in. And um, his timing was right. There, you know, we asked DC, he came aboard, and last since then, the last two and a half to three years, we've been, as this unit, we've been kicking ass and taking names. So since like 2014. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, well, you know, 2009 we started, but, but 2000, me, 2014. Right. I mean, no, no offense to the, the, the prior incarnations of the band, and you know, I think. Prior to DC, we were trying to find ourselves, find our sound, whatever, just what Kill Code was. And I think we really, I look at the band starting full force as far as hitting our stride about when DC came aboard. You know, right. now we're ready to get it's rid of it. Very nice of you to say that. They never say that outside of interviews. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like the cinnamon on the cappuccino. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, then I'll just uh, clip this, that part on you. You could yeah. just loop it. You could have, you, you could have yeah, it as your ringtone. You, it's your ringtone. Yeah. I like that. So what kind of gear are you what are you rolling with at DC? Uh, guitar. I play pretty much exclusively uh, uh, Marshall amplification and uh, Gibson and the Angelico guitars. Right, what kind of strings are you using? Uh, I use Ernie Balls. We, we actually, the whole band is endorsed by Ernie Ball. And but, also, but that's what I used before. What other endorsements? Also, the, I was about to say that, the, the, uh, the folks at D'Angelico yep, have been very, very kind to us. Uh, gave my boy some nice axes. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, and great guitars. You know, great guitars and great people. Um, and there's a, you know, there's a bunch of things, as we mentioned, again, we're talking about. Everybody keeps on saying, we were at the bar earlier, and we did the second interview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that work on some nice stuff coming up as far as endorsements. Oh, that's great. Well, also, Gensler amplification for bass, Gensler. Okay, cool, Gensler. Yeah, he just got, he just got picked up by them, right? He's, he's, oh. playing, he's playing that tonight, yep. right? Oh, so this is your first time using a Gensler nope. gear? Used it uh, Saturday with Brett Michaels. Oh, so, oh, Brett Michaels. How was the show with Brett? Sold out. It was out of control. You know, it was a different crowd for us, but it was a great crowd. You know, we're, we're one thing I've learned, especially playing all these festivals around the world, is that, you know, bands tend to be like, oh, we only can play this kind of band. We only can play this kind of music. And, you know, and if you go overseas in the festivals, just, you've got Sepultura, then you have Europe, then you have Tutsa Sister, then you have Us, then you have um, uh, Queensryche or Alter Bridge. And all different forms of rock and metal, but yeah, salt and pepper. You know what I'm saying? So the point I'm getting to is that uh, you know, Brett Michaels off the top of my head, I was like, okay, well, you know, that's different, but actually, was amazing. Then Europe will come on, and then DC has to do arpeggios with the loincloth. We played with the loincloth. We played with Europe over in Barcelona. In Europe, Europe, in Europe, in Europe. Then they're still huge over there. Yeah. Wow. I think we are in Switzerland. That show was awesome. Yeah, they're in Switzerland as well. It's um. We're from New York. We're New York City based, but you know, some of us live in Westchester, some of us you Long know, in Long Island. So we have a really strong following in Long Island. We do really well though. Right. So that show was in Long Island. So you know, the crew was. And we were. Really it was kind us. of a homecoming for us too, because you know, we would have a band before we were blessed to be able to tour and go across overseas that would play at least once, if not twice, a month, every every week for for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Try to stay. You so know, right. you know. The last year or two, going on two now, like we don't really get to do that anymore because we're always away. So it was kind of, even though it wasn't our show, it kind of felt like our show because it was like kind of a homecoming. People was like, yeah. I've been seeing us, you know, because the good thing about social media is they can keep 
and touch and they can see the live feeds and it, but it's nothing like being there and playing it so people are excited to see us and, and Rob Notches is like the unofficial guy guy in, in Long Island yeah. I am like, yes you are oh, okay. yes you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I there, bro. all right uh, the king of the north shore yeah. <laughs> in fact that is where I come from but uh, maybe I know too many people like <laughs> he's like that Tareem you gotta tone it down <laughs> Alright, excellent. Well, you know, I'm going to wrap it up here with Kill Code. And I just want to ask you guys, maybe you can do a promo ID to say your name, what band you're with, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. But say something crazy at the end. Sure, too. sure. No problem, no problem. So you ready? Go ahead. Good. This is Tom, DC, Rob Noxious, and Eric Bonesmith. Let's do it again. That's good. Go ahead. This is Tom, DC, Eric Bonesmith, and Rob Noxious. We're from the band Kill Code. You listen to Maximum Threshold Radio. Spread the fucking code and spread the word. That's great. All right, thanks. Thanks, guys. Appreciate
is Ross the Boss from Death Dealer, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold, the maximum heavy metal radio show on the planet. This is the alien, and I'm in a tornado warning, but I'm still listening to Maximum Threshold on the net. And now for new music sent in for you to check out. Hey, this is Tommy Victor in good old Cleveland, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio, right here in Town. I love this place.
Yeah, there you go. Operation of the Moral Law. That was brand new prong. It goes out to um, 55 and Jeff Kiss. Yeah, that's right. That's off the brand new uh, prong. Hey, thanks for tuning in again this week's edition of the Maxim Threshold Radio Show. We're just fucking rolling through this stuff, aren't we? So we start off the interview with Nita Strauss, guitarist Alice Cooper, and we start Wars. And then we went into Kill Code interview. It'll be caught up with them. And let's see. I, I got this interview I want to play with Landfill from Municipal Waste. So I think we're going to jump right into this one and knock this one out too, man. We're just rolling with these interviews. So, hey, I got some cool music that goes on with them afterwards. So these interviews here, they're not real long because uh, it was hot as balls out. And so um, so I just went ahead to get something. So I'm going to, up next here, man, we got this interview with Landfill. And I hope you guys enjoy this one. This is pretty cool. It's not real long. You know, we kind of go over a little bit of history of the band and the new record, blah, 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 and this and that, and this and that, and another thing. So we'll be back after this. Thanks for tuning in, every, everyone, this week. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, man, this is uh, Tyler Main from Rob Zombie's Halloween. I play Michael Myers, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. This is Dominic and Maximum Threshold Radio, and I have you for me. Uh, landfill from Municipal Waste, Cannabis Corpse, and Iron Reagan. What the hell is going on, man? Uh, you know, out here on the Warp Tour, we're about halfway done, and uh, we got another three weeks or so to go. So it's been a, it's a really fun tour, very unique. One of the only tours where you wake up and you don't know what time you're playing that day until about 10 o'clock a.m., the show's over by 9. You know, it's a very different experience than a normal club tour, for sure, in every way. It's got to be different, because I know you guys are so used to, you know, staying up real late and just doing shows like that. And, and then with the, with the younger generation crowd, how is that? Uh, I'm stoked to get out there in front of people that have never seen us before. You know, the more eyeballs that we get in front of, the better. That's the whole point of being out here. You know, uh... I'm sure that there's been some kids that had never heard of Municipal Waste in their life and just randomly sort of saw us at one of these shows and maybe is now a fan, hopefully. So it, every time that happens, that's a good thing. And that's the whole reason we're out here, you know. I, I understand that. And you've just seen these other bands that are out there on this tour. I think this is one of the, one of the heavier tours that I've seen that, um, that Warped has put out there. And just seeing the, the crowds that they're bringing in, and this, the new generation of people coming here and, and our music that you know, we grew up to has come back and it's almost full circle. And do you see it like that too? Where, they're, where they're, the kids are starting to get sucked into our, our generation of the metal and stuff like that? They, there's, um, there's all sorts of different genres being represented here. Uh, you know, they got a little bit of everything for everybody. I guess that's the whole point, you know, and back in the day, you know, I went to one, the last time I went to Warp Tour was when I was like 16 or 17 years old, and back in those days, the the big deal was like, you know, No Effects and Green Day and Pennywise and all those classic era, early 90s punk, pop punk bands oh, yeah. and stuff, you know, and so I'm sure it made a lot of changes over the years, but this year, I mean, there's old timers like us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then there's lots of little kids, and 
I don't know. They got it all across the board. There's hip hop. There's goth. There's thrash. There's metal. There's gent. I think is what they call it. <laughs> I heard it. I heard they actually had um, this this organization or something here called the Catering Crew. Have you heard about them? No, but I've heard about Sad Boy Crew. I keep seeing these T-shirts everywhere that say Sad Boy Crew on them, and apparently that's like. I don't know, some sort of crew of sad boys out here? <laughs> they, they got over here with the, cat- with the catering, because one of the other guys I talked to earlier said, because there's, there's guys that they, they want to play a show here, but they have to sell merch, and they have to go out, and they have to bust their ass, and then they may be able to play a show here, so they're, they're actually paying their way to be on the road. Oh, yeah, 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 I heard about that. Yeah, just in case one band doesn't show up or something like that. I can see how that works. I mean, have a couple bands, like, on standby. Seems like a good idea. Great idea. And put them to work while they're right. doing anything. <laughs> so overall, being on the Warp thing, um, how, how is, how's it been treating you? Well, um, I'm having a good time, like I said before, you know. Um, we're just happy to be out here. And doing this, and and it's always a pleasure to get in front of some fans and play music. I mean, we're living the dream. Doesn't it feel a little weird though? How so? Like being being in your your bands that you're with, and then playing Warp Tour where you know it's like a like a younger generation. Uh, a gig's a gig. I, I'm happy to get in front of some new faces and try to. Um, bridge the gap between our music and maybe a younger generation, but you know we're not that old. We've only we've been Getting around for you know. <laughs> it, yeah, I know time. Time these days is seems to go faster and faster, but I just I think that no matter what, we're gonna keep playing shows and try to make it into in front of the faces as many people as possible for as long as we can. You know, for the foreseeable foreseeable future hopefully nice let's talk about the municipal waste and you know how long the band's been around for the for the newer material we have how is it how is the, what's the inspiration behind that i know it's cliche and stuff like that but i know that you, if you're still writing how, how is it to, um to stay focused on a certain style of music like that well our style of music comes naturally to us because we've been playing this style for so long and uh there's a sort of sound that we're going for and we're always striving to be faster and more extreme and more powerful and you know every album we make is a learning experience and we try to apply everything we've learned from the previous record into the new album and hopefully we improve every album that we make um, that's the goal really and uh, I think with this new album we put a lot of effort and work into making sure that it sounded nice and energetic and that the the feeling of it was raw and in your face and didn't sound too crisp or clean you know it's got to be a little rough around the edges and a little a little bit gnarly you know because that's our whole vibe you know I mean, just, yeah. so yeah you do use, use the same people that do the do, has done your record covers in the past do they do the same one uh, the new album cover was done, done by Andre Buzikas, who Yeah, he's done. He did uh, the art of partying. He also did. Uh, no, I think he did art of partying. I know he's done so much art for my other bands as well. He did a couple cannabis corpse album covers, and uh, I've just been. Uh, we've been around Andre for a while, so using him on the new album cover worked out really well. I like. I like how the artwork turned out. Nice. 
and Sierra. Just a couple more things to let you get going. Uh, so how can people get a hold of your music? Uh, well, there's this thing. It's called the Information Superhighway, and you get on it. And uh, I think most people have access to it on their phones, and you just can Google search Slime and Punishment, and you should find links to these things called websites that you can buy albums off of. Nice. Can you do us a quick favor? Yes. Give you a promo ID for our radio show. Okay. Say your name, the band you're with, whatever band you want to be affiliated with, and say your list to Maximum Threshold and throw something crazy out at the end of it. Maximum Threshold? Yeah, don't put no thought into it. Okay, uh, hey, this is Landfill from Municipal Waste, Canvas Corpse, and Iron Reagan, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Don't put no thought into it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Go! 
Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on out there, everybody? Episode 502, 502, 502 here in the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Um, here at the, the flagship show of the Maximum Threshold Radio Network, MTRN. And then I want to thank everybody who's tuning in to this week's edition. And um, I've got, got another interview here I want to knock out. Uh, this is about 18 minutes long, so... Then they'll just take us into a fort. I think that's kind of too close. 10 o'clock. Uh, that's half hour. 33, 20, 18, 22, 30. That's cutting too close. So I'm not going to gonna mess with it. I'm just going to play some music here for a little bit. Uh, next next show. And they're not doing a show this next week coming up the 26th. Mm, um, it's my birthday, so I'm be doing... Ah, having some birthday party over here at the studio. So it ought to be pretty fun. My 50th. So rocking on out, man. Man. So hey, I got this. I got some new accept I want to play. I haven't had a chance to listen to this one, but I'm going to play it for you. Hold on, I got a pause recorder. I miss you when I talk to him, so it's not just you, Dominic. Damn, so you had to get the dicks out of his ears, too? Yeah, we got two of them, I think. One for each ear. You would know. Yeah. I put him there. <laughs> Does he like you? Or do you like him? I don't know. I'm not around. We're just killing some time. I got you. You got to watch out, man. Whatever he touches, don't touch what he yeah, touches. Yeah, don't tell me he's a man whore. I already know that. You got to watch. Make sure whenever you're around him, you, you take extra antibiotics. <laughs> Tetracycline that's kills. That's, that's, coming, that's, coming, yeah, that's coming from Dom. It's fucking the Navy fucking SEAL who went to like every Asian country. So like, what, wow. man? Are you jealous? Hey. I, I, I How many kids in foreign countries do you have, Dom? I don't know. They haven't come back yet. They'd be full grown by now. <laughs> They'd be oh well in their God. 30s. So you figure Were well, you Navy SEAL? That's cool. So I was in an, an 80s. I was overseas in 87 and in 89, so 39. What country? Um, it was Korea. Yeah, your kids are about 20, uh, you know, 27 years old. Yeah, it's, too, 30. it's too late for them to collect child support. No, they just want visas to come here. You've probably, yeah. you probably seen some of them on TV before. They're the ones when they're showing that like, people are trying to get money for them. They got flies flying their eyes and shit. Those are my oh, those are my those are my Amerasian children. Did you visit? I was in Korea, uh, Japan, oh. Indonesia, oh, okay. Singapore, Thailand. I've been to Fiji, oh, wow. the Aleutian oh, Islands. Okay. I've been to did South you go Pacific. To yeah, I was just I was gonna say I've been been all over Australia on both sides: Sydney and Perth, That's Melbourne, cool. Cairns. Um, Sydney's supposed to be amazing, right? What's that? I can't wait to go to Sydney. Australia? Sydney, I heard, is amazing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Did you get a blumpkin in Sydney? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> you should go back. Oh, I'd love to. I almost stayed down there. I got offered a job when I was down there. But right, I, what, what radio show? There was no radio show. This was back in the Navy days. What were you doing back then? Well, I was other, an en- than pawning, other than buying monkeys on the street. I was an engineer. 
the chief engineer. Engineer? What the fuck was engineering? Yeah. Lab, what are you doing? No, I was an engineer in, in engine rooms. I was a um, diesel mechanic. Was- diesel mechanic. Um, I worked on generators, oil purifiers, air air pumps. Um, shit, anything that moved, I worked on. Main propulsion diesel engines. <laughs> Well, here's a real question. What the fuck happened to you, man? I was just saying, like, <laughs> you're on radio? Like, what happened? You didn't engineering? What's wrong with this job, man? This is a good, this is pretty cool, isn't it? No, there's nothing wrong with it. But it's he got like, his free ticket. It's gone. It's just like, it's so different from what you were doing. It's That's different. right. It sure is. Okay, I think I do this. Here's a sister for you, Dom. Oh. I don't have a sister. We have a sister for you. I'm an only, I'm an only girl. Does, she have, does she have Down syndrome or anything like that? a brother for you. He has a brother for you, Dom. Oh. I have a brother. Oh. Does he have a unibrow? <laughs> no, he's got very groomed uh, brows. He's a little metro. Now, who is it? The, the guy next to you. Look at him. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I thought you were talking about with him. What kind of, what kind of music do you listen to? My little metrosexual hair, huh? What kind of music do you listen to? Me? Yeah. I listen to everything. You listen to country That's music? Not an um, yeah, I listen to like pop. I listen to uh, you know like nineties rock, not like uh, heavy heavy metal. You know, uh, David was on the little ape shit on the music here driving. My but, name is Beavis, by the way. Oh, whatever his name <laughs> is, Beavis. I'm um, sorry. He was um, so like you know just kind of everything. You know, T one hundred. You know. Hey, to you. I don't like rap, but I like a little bit of country. I like, I, I, you know. Hey, Dom, are you a little like bit country? Band. Are you a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll? Yeah. I like Irish bands. I like, you know, boy bands. I like it all. I like pop. I Do you like, like the band Rascal Flats? I love them. Okay, yeah. now you look at the lead singer, then look over, look over at Beave. Tell me if they don't look alike. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, Beave is cuter than the lead singer. I actually, I actually just saw Luke Bryan not too long ago in Sam Ha. So, oh, did you? In concert. Yeah, I went. I had, and I'm scheduled. Huh? I he? went to school with Luke Bryan. I did. did yeah. We go back a long way. That's cool. We took home ec together. He seems like a nice guy. He's all right. He, <laughs> he, was a, he was a big show off and stuff. You know he was adopted, don't you? Oh, no. I don't know anything about him. I, literally, right. I went to California and to Bay, and yeah. I just started getting into like country just from driving around and... California. So I'm like, oh, this, you know, so started listening to light, like not the really, not grass, yeah. you know, country, not that kind of that, more like the pop stuff. Yeah, what, what part like of California? Cal- uh, like, I'm going to see Script. I just saw One Republic two weeks ago. They're like my favorite band. Just, what, you know, what part of California? What part of California? What oh, I and uh, we went to San Francisco. Uh, then I drove down um, to LA. Mm hmm. Uh, went to Venice Beach, Malibu, then I drove to Grand Canyon. Did you go to San Diego? That's where Dom's from. I San didn't go to San Diego. I didn't have time. You, know? you ever go to East Street? Ooh. What, what's the Mexican place, Dom? We went to Mexico, Mexican place in, uh, uh, in Brentwood there. Was, I forget the name, but it was pretty good. What's the place, Dom? Roberto's. Yeah, that's the one. If you ever go to Venice Beach, right, yeah. my landlady, she has a restaurant there called The Anchor. Okay. They have the best lobster rolls in the world. Oh. You should definitely go try it out. It's, a, it's like a, literally a block in from the um, from the beach. Lobster's a little too rich for Dom's blood. Yeah, Beave knows all about that because he's got crabs. 
Hey, is that bar a gay bar? Okay, I guess you weren't joking about the antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, gotta watch it. Just looking at me too, that's how. Just looking, checking me out up and down now. He could, he could just. Like he could just look at you and give you the clap. <laughs> you're coming in and out, huh? Yeah, um, your magic jack sucks, Dom. No, you I fucker. It's my this internet's horrible. I know, fucking get a real job. You should have stayed a diesel mechanic. You no, had a real no. fucking hey, I got the, Wi-Fi, bro. I got the, I got the highest Wi-Fi that um Spectrum or Time Warner can offer, and that's what this is what it sounds like. Where Where are you right now? Because I saw the number. Where are you broadcasting from? We're we're Ohio. The we're from right outside of um Bergen Pack. <laughs> oh, here in Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> in Edgewater. Is that just <laughs> <laughs> we're actually we're right in front of the place we got a blanket set up and we're we're broadcasting on top of the blanket and the sidewalk. Are you that place up on uh what's that road by Monarchy? Remember that little radius? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, it looks like you know, there's one person like there working. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm, I'm, uh, I forget what it's called. What's that? Mean? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's called like, yeah, maximum, threshold, maximum threshold. Maximum <laughs> threshold. I'm 120. There's a little radio station yeah, there. Right? Yeah, I'm passing plate. Yeah, I'm passing plate. I just to the go-go bar. It's like not too far. That's oh, right. I know it's a go-go bar. Yeah, yeah inside. So yeah. There, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Go inside. That's where all the cool stuff's at. You can't. It's not all outside because it's all a, a front outside. Yeah, go inside because that's where you got the yeah, poles yeah. at. God, are you new? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little new to this kind of stuff. No, not sure. you. B. She's from Macedonia. Oh, Macedonia. Oh, so you're so you're familiar with Alexander? Alex, yeah, yeah. The, from the movie Alexander, yeah, when he took over yeah. Macedonia and um, Persia. Yes. So you're a fan of Colin That's Farrell. A, of who? Colin Farrell. Yeah, I, I actually do like uh, Colin Farrell. I have a thing for Irish people. He's not. He's not really Irish. Really I, I listened to their bands and I like their actors. Mm-hmm. I think I might, I might have been Irish in a previous life. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you may be Irish. He hasn't really played anything good. Um, he actually, I just saw. Yeah, that you movie. may be Irish at all the takeovers. Yeah, I, maybe. You I, know, he. I saw that one movie, The Beguiled. He just, he was just in it in the theaters. Oh Did yeah. You see Shark Dango Five. It was yeah. actually pretty interesting. What? Did you see Shark Dango Five? No, I don't know what that is. No. I can't keep up with this, guys. I'm like literally like I'm like in a radio where you're like there's that little delay. That's usually me in this conversation. I have to think hard what you're saying. Tom, you know Shark Dangle Five? Yeah, I just finished watching it last night. It took me like oh, a, sweet. It took, it took me a couple yeah, of weeks to watch that? it. Sharknado. Is that a Sharknado. Sharknado. Yeah. Yeah. Sharknado Four like, was like fl- sharks in the ocean. Yeah, Sharknado. Oh. Sharks in a tornado. Sharknado. Oh, okay. No, I haven't seen that one. Sharknado 4 was filmed over there in New York City. Yep. Gosh, everyone knows that. (laughs) I don't... I know. Where you live in there, Mandy? Damn. You You keep telling me I've been in a cave. You live in a fucking cave. I'm in a cave. Sorry. This is common knowledge. Yeah. my friend's bar. Cool. Dino. All right, Dominici, we're we got to go, man. We'll talk to you later. Nice Sounds to good. meet you. Nice to meet Have you, too. Have a good show. Thanks. Thanks again, Dom, for the good time on Thursday, bro. <laughs> no problem. Touch with yourself.
I already have. I Bye. am. I already am. Trailers rocking. Probably with their sister. I mean, we're listening to Max with Threshold right here. Max with Threshold radio show. You can now hear the Maximum Threshold radio show on Stitcher Radio. Uh, Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Blackberry, and Palm Free. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com. Once again, you can hear Maximum Threshold radio show on Stitcher.com. You can text messages show right now at 440-252-0058. Once again, it's 440-252-0058. Text the show. You want to follow Maximum Threshold Radio? You can do so. You can find us at MaximumThreshold.net, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Maximum Threshold Radio, Twitter at Max Threshold. You can also get us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Maximum Threshold. Pretty damn simple, huh? Check us out. Follow us. Be part of us. Maximum Threshold is modern day porn music for the world. Tune in every Saturday night from 8 till 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and feel all mushy inside. Because I do.
Maxim Threshold, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Uh, not much, man. How are you doing? I'm pretty. I'm, I'm playing some Malice. <laughs> oh. Play- it, it just sounds like the sort of music to me right now. So. Oh, does it? Oh, sorry about that. I'm playing Metal Revolution. Okay. It's rocking out, man. Sounded like a Sheridan solo when I when I took it was. answered, but I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, it was solo time. I was checking out, man. I got I finally got turned on to you guys, so it's pretty cool, man. And you got a new fan over here. Cool, cool. So what else is going on, man? Well, I just uh, I, I just left the restaurant <laughs> like in perfect time to do the <laughs> interview. So nice. So, t- for the people who aren't familiar with your band, uh, you want to give them a little brief about you and your band, and and just a, a scoop of what's going on. Uh, what was the question? Uh, for people who aren't familiar with your band and yourself, yep. you want to give them a little bio on yourself and the band. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we're we're like a traditional power metal band. Um, been around for a couple years. Uh, we just got the one album out now, and then uh, a single after that, and we're working on uh, new music as well. Uh, should be, hopefully, we'll have something out soon. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it's it's like traditional power metal. Uh, my big influences are like Man of War, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. So, gone gone through a couple of uh, different members, but uh, basically it's been uh, myself on bass and Sheridan. Uh, Dolan on guitars the, the, the whole time. So nice. Where do you get your your armor at? My armor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, usually we just we just wear leather pretty much. Mm-hmm. But, uh... For 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 um, since you since you say your music your music does hit. Definitely has that influenced sound of like Man of War. You guys ever don the loincloth? Don a who? A loincloth, like Man of War. Oh God, <laughs> no! I've never worn a loincloth. Oh. No, 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 no! You need to rock one of that. Get the leather and the loincloth going, and throw a cape oh, on we, in the back, and you'd be you'd be you'd be jamming. We we wear the leather, but uh, yeah, I've never. <laughs> Never donned a loincloth. Oh. That, that would be a little bit awkward for yeah, me, man. Well, you got to. I don't think, any, I don't think anyone wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take your band to the next level. The loincloth will do <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, you, you think loincloths will do that? Oh, yeah. You know, you know a man of war, they have their, the signature um, loincloth, so you can probably get a good deal on them through them. So, well, I... Yeah, they probably sell their their old used ones, but I don't think I'd want them. Well, you don't have to smell them. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So, what made you? What made the band come together and and to make this this style of music? Well, it, like I've I've been uh, I was super into like the traditional power metal yeah. band forever. Um, uh, I guess I started playing guitar when my, my younger brother got a guitar and he told me to buy a bass so that we could start a band together. Mm-hmm. And so basically that, that's kind of how, how the band started with, uh, with me and my little brother. And, 
I kind of created the the band name and and uh, started writing songs, and then my little brother got a girlfriend and lost interest in guitar, so um, he left, and then I got uh, I I got Sheridan, and then went and started recording, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, from there I guess the rest is just kind of soon to be history. <laughs> now, now or, you... or hopefully will be history someday, <laughs> you know. <laughs> now, do you play bass because you like the bass, or you play the bass because you can't find somebody else to play and you want to play guitar? No, I, I, I don't want to never really play guitar. It was like I said, uh, my little brother got a guitar and he told mm-hmm. me, hey, buy a bass and let's start a band yeah. type of thing. So it's it, it's always been the bass for me. Um yeah, I, I I would if I could pick one thing to do in the band, uh, I would I would want to be a singer, but I can't sing. Yeah, that, that that's more the answer because it's like I I have more like the frontman type of personality yeah. where I like to be uh, the center of attention type of thing, and I, I run around the stage, and I've always just kind of been crazy on stage, um, so I, I have that type of personality and persona, and. Uh, it's it's a little awkward for people to have like the front man of the band kind of being a bass player type yeah. of thing. Like the band leader is a bass bass the basser. So, well, you could be like you could be like um, the Getty Lee in the band. Yeah, but I can't sing. I know. So. <laughs> well, you got to do it so so at least you look good. And that's all that matters. Then you let then you let the other stuff, the other rest of the vibe go on the other guys. Throw it on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. So who who did? Yeah, it's, oh, go on. What? Oh, go on. No, I, I was I was just gonna say. So yeah, I'm like the the primary like songwriter or whatever of the band, and like the decision maker and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff falls on me too. So talk about the um, the other Malice band from the '80s. How much flack do you guys get from that okay. band? What what did what did we do? What? How much flack do you guys get about that other band from the '80s, oh. Malice? You know, here's the thing: is like when I started uh, Malice, my my band. Um, it was many years ago, uh, before like the internet was what it is today. And yeah. basically, you can look up anything that you want to look up. I started a Malice band, and we we were trying to find a name, and the Malice kind of came to me pretty quickly. And then I, I did like a, a search online, and I found nothing else. I I went to like uh, the United States. Uh, the trademark registry and, and there was no uh, uh, trademark registered so I I actually I trademarked the Malice name and then I, I kind of went from there and then you know it's like once I came out with it and started uh, promoting the band and people started hey you know there, there was this other band back in the 80s that was called Malice and all this stuff and started giving me slack about it and I'm like well you know it's a little bit late now I've got a lot of money invested in it <laughs> in this name and you know the the ownership of the name already so it's it is it, kind of it's like it, it wouldn't have made sense for me to go and and try and change the band name after i'd already basically established myself and spent thousands of dollars uh getting the the ownership and rights to the name yeah now you ever check out any of the but, music from malice the other band uh no, I never really checked him out. I mean, we we've gotten uh, letters and stuff from them, and I just kind of you know brushed off. I'm like, you know, whatever. We own the trademark, but uh, you know, to be honest, there's, there's quite a few bands in Malice that are are currently active right now. Um, 
what what the, the most annoying thing is there's a, a like a European rapper or something named Malice yeah. and some somehow the like uh, on the the bands in town now uh, app on Facebook or whatever they always uh, accidentally tag us in his shows so it, it comes up like we're playing some European show with like all of these rappers and I'm like oh no 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 not us. <laughs> That's, funny. that's that's the most uh, confusing part uh, for the, where the band name comes into play is actually with that guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, and what a lot of people they give us uh, flack about the '80s band name Malice. And uh, upon further research, I found out there there was a, a band in the '70s that came out of the UK that was also a heavy metal band named Malice. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> why doesn't nobody ever mention them guys? Yeah, it's all. So, I think I think it's sort of like. Um, you probably could change your the name, use the same name of the band if you're doing different genres or like in movies. Yeah. You can say you can use the same name, and for you know in a movie. Mm-hmm. But that's that's I don't know. That's just my my thought on that. Yeah, I I, I don't know. It, it's it's there's there's been a lot of bands that doubled up on names throughout time, and it's it's not a big deal for me i don't think anybody's gonna con- actually when when you hear our music that they're gonna confuse us with with the other band oh, i mean no, i've no. only ever had it at one show where uh, a guy came up to us and, and thought that we were the band from the 80s and he, yeah. he came up to us backstage before a show i mean and he was like oh could you sign this and i'm like oh i'm sorry bro that's that's not us i'm like well we gave him a bunch of free merchandise and everything and i'm like stick around and, and come talk to us after the show and tell us what you think. And then, you know, we played and, and he was just like, oh, you guys made a new fan tonight. So, you know, I I, I think that, um, you know, our, our music is going to stand and speak for itself um, and, and stand apart from any other band that may have that name. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all, that, <laughs> that's all that matters, man. Just making making fans and... Keeping 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 the banner going. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't really give a crap about anybody else using the name. To be honest with you, but you know. Anyway, yeah, I hear <laughs> so, you. So, what else you guys got planned coming up this year? Uh this year, uh, we only got one more show on the on the schedule, and that is uh, Sword Metal Festival uh, in uh, Minneapolis Twin Cities area. Um, so and uh, I think that's Sword Metal Fest six got like twenty bands are playing on it and that should be a, a pretty pretty good show. Um, other than that, I'm trying to uh, to book some more uh, like another uh, U.S. tour mm-hmm. uh, for next year and then uh, perhaps uh, a European tour for uh, summer of 2018 as well. Nice. So yeah, we're we're trying to get some. Uh, more shows in but other, other than that we just got the, the one show this year and then uh recording mm-hmm. so i get i have i got my hands on um the triumph and glory room release yep. and it's it's yeah, I, I, it's pretty pretty sweet man it's it definitely what's that? it's it's pretty sweet it's definitely if you're into um like you said the judas priest the man of war mm-hmm. vibe and you'll like this because it's 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 right down right down that alley right there and it's it's pretty good stuff man and i we played um i think three songs the show tonight 
already well, off. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I, I I appreciate that, and uh, I, I would like to think that uh, our new stuff is going to be better, because mm-hmm. uh, I I believe we've we've kind of progressed as musicians and songwriters, and uh, Sheridan has had more input in the songwriting as well uh, on the music side. I still pretty much do all of the well, I do do all of the lyrics, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, now it's it's kind of like become a 50 50 thing uh musically with with me and sheridan as now because <clears throat> it's it, yeah it's more of a partnership i guess how so. did you how did you get reese to um record on the record with you guys uh david reese yeah uh, that was uh we had our our singer uh rob who who recorded the album with us and then uh we were going to go on tour and like right Right before the tour, uh, he he was like, "I'm not in the band." He he basically made a Facebook post saying that he's not in the band, which you know uh, now uh, as an afterthought, we're glad to not be associated with that guy anymore yeah. because I don't even want to get into that guy. But uh, uh, it was we were we were in a bind because we had all these shows booked and we're going to go on tour, and so I started looking for uh, other musicians that were in Minnesota. And I I, uh, I happened to be uh, Facebook friends with uh, David Reese, and I sent him a message because I knew he was doing uh, like vocal lessons for uh, different local singers. And I, I just I said, hey, do you know any? Uh, do you have any students that would be uh, good enough for us? And he kind of was like, not really. And so I was like, hey, would you be interested? <laughs> and, and could you pull this off? And I sent him the stuff, and he's like said that yeah he could do it and then uh so he went on tour with us and he was actually in the band with us for a couple of years there oh, and cool. then uh he, he recorded the fight with us and we were going to record some more stuff but then he kind of moved away and told me that he was kind of wanting to get out of music so um that's kind of where our relationship ended uh musically with him i mean we're still on like good terms or whatever i mean yeah. we ended on good terms with him but it was just he was moving away and kind of wanted to get out of music so his 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 i still hear his name pop up a lot like for doing interviews and things like that so it's it's yeah, it's kind of weird he, you know? he kind of got out of it for a little while and then he he uh he joined another band again and then uh i think he he left that band again or something like I don't, I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure now. I don't think he's doing it again. I don't know what what's going on with him, to be honest. So, you think he just wanted to get out of your band? <laughs> uh, I, no, I don't think that. It was like because he moved to Montana. Oh, that, I mean, he, that's he a was big living move, in yeah. Minneapolis, and then he moved he moved away and moved to Montana, and then uh, he was doing something with a, a band out of Germany, and then uh, for a little while, like. A year or two after he left us, he, he started with that project, and then uh, then they ended up getting a different singer. So I don't know what happened with him there, mm-hmm. um, why why he's no longer in that band, and I don't know really what he's doing right now, if he's still doing music or yeah. not. I gotcha. Well, maybe you can get him to come back and do like um, do a reunion show or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we had fun with him, so. Yeah. So so what after the, after this year, um, you talk about making some new material. Will the new material um, fall in line with the, the same last one, or is it going to be different sounding? Uh, I, I think I 
think it's it's going to be in that same type of vein. I mean, mm-hmm. we like I said, we got a lot of songs that are already recorded and you know, kind of waiting on getting them out or waiting to finish them. I mean, because it was supposed to be out a while ago, to be honest with you, yeah. but there's been a couple hangups on it. Because uh, actually, we went we went on what we called the Slime the Dragon tour uh, in, in January, and we were playing songs off of what is going to be our new album, and one of them is, in fact, called Slang the Dragon, which mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, pretty kick-butt song. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and, and then we, we got, like, uh, Wheel Steel, which is, uh, you know, kind of like that whole Man of War uh, ride and Harley type of vibe, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like myself and Sheridan and our, our current singer, Dave Whitmer, uh, we all ride motorcycles, so... We, we kind of, um, from there, we, we started our own uh, motorcycle club, and uh, we, we named the motorcycle club after uh, the song Sons of Metal, or Sons of Rock, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> so then we, we wrote, I wrote the song Wheels of Steel, which is basically kind of uh, like the Sons of Rock version 2 type of thing, which is basically, you know, riding Harleys and kicking butt type yeah. of thing. Um yeah, and then, so uh, let's see what else we got. We got uh, another song on there called Sword Metal, and yeah, uh, there's there should be quite a few songs on there, but it, it should be in the that that same uh, vein of being like battle metal type, yeah, uh, traditional stuff. Sounds good. Let's see here. Uh, just a couple more things here, and we'll let you get going. Uh, but how can people get hold of your your latest release? And anything else uh, you have, your merch or whatever you have. Well, yeah, just just if you want merchandise or any of that, you know, um, you can contact us on Facebook uh, at Malice Official. But uh, I mean, if you're going to order merchandise straight from the website as well, which is maliceofficial.com, and there's a there's a merchandise tab in store there. Um, there's also like uh, some other charity stuff that we do on the website as well. Uh, because we like to fight against human trafficking, mm-hmm. I, I just want to kind of kind of mention that because you know the whole slavery thing is kind of being brought up again, you know, as as an issue, and we uh, we do fight against human trafficking and slavery. So we have since uh, we started the band as well, where we donate a, a certain percentage of us. anything that we make goes to fight human trafficking. That's <clears throat> so, um, but yeah, uh, Malice Official for pretty much everything. It's maliceofficial.com, Facebook Malice. Reverb Nation, Malice Official, uh, Instagram and Twitter uh, is we. I don't really think we have a, a band one for that. We just have uh, my personal one for the Instagram and Twitter, which is uh, the Metal Warrior, and uh, I, I post all the Malice stuff on there off of my my personal accounts. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you hit us up on Facebook, that's probably the best way to actually talk to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we always respond. And we're we're not usually dicks to anyone. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so no, if you hit us up on Facebook and or you you got some kind of a special merchandise request that you want, you know, we can make that happen too. Because um, we also have a, a lot of different merchandise that we don't have uh, for sale on the website that we don't really post about. So, but we we can get pretty much anything made for anyone. So. I mean, we do we do a lot of different things from like hot sauce to uh, 
I don't know, anything, <laughs> anything <laughs> you want. We, we've, we've sold wine, we've sold hot sauce, we've sold, you know, uh, bikinis and swimsuits and any, anything that people want <laughs> that has the malice name on it, we'll, we'll do it. I hear so. you. Uh, let's see. Uh, can you do us a quick favor? Yeah. Can you do a promo ID for a radio show? Just say your name, the band you're with. You listen to Maximum Threshold and throw something crazy out at the end of it and don't put no thought into it. Crazy what at the end of it? Put some, say something crazy at the end of it and don't put no thought into it. Okay, oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Maximum Threshold? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> this is the Metal Warrior Rayman James of Malice. You are listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. I'd buy that. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what what crazy is, man. Oh, you want? I, I might have some on my board here. Let's see. Um, give me an example. Uh, mm. Let's see. Um, no, I don't have anything good up here right now. Don't don't be a vegan. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just left the steakhouse, man. I got like uh, three pounds of prime rib and meat right now. So. Oh, here's one. Here, here, here's some crazy. <laughs> listen, listen to this one. You ready? Yeah. Okay, let me turn this up. It's Nico McBrain here. Don't touch the dial, because you've got to do it in style. You have to keep the smile while you're watching Maximum Threshold magazine telly. Uh, that, was, that was sort of based. That was Nico McBrain. Oh, okay. I had, like, my Ace Freely and stuff on here, but I took them all off the board here. So I, you know, I don't have any That's good cool, ones. Man. Yeah, but I th- I thank you, man, for taking time out and you know, especially on short notice and popping on here and just get spreading oh, the word yeah, out there, man. Uh, yeah, Benjamin, he he text text me while I was on my way to Outback. He's like, dude, <laughs> can you do this interview at nine o'clock? And I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's about the exact time I'm going to be leaving the restaurant, and it I, was the exact. I, I called you as I was like walking out the door, getting funny. into my car. So. <laughs> Okay, man. Hey, well, I thank you for taking time out and being on here. I definitely get you back on here, and especially yeah. when we get some some new material to shoot over here, so we can really help pimp no, that man, out. It was it was cool. You you didn't ask me all the same generic questions that yeah. I, I I get asked all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, I get kind of sick of doing those interviews that are like the basic same generic yeah. stuff. I mean, I like talking about crazy stuff too. So mm-hmm. sounds good, man. You definitely will get you back on here. And we'll come. We'll get some some different topics and and yeah, anytime, man. yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about what's going on in the music scene over in your neck of the woods and all that. Oh, absolutely. Where where is it, where are you from? Well, right, I didn't uh, recognize the area code or have oh. time to look up anything about the show. So. Well, right, right outside of Cleveland. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not that's not too far from Minneapolis. So no. Uh-uh. Okay, man. I right. uh, thank you again. I'm gonna play that um song with David Reese singing. Is that cool? Right. Uh, yep. Awesome, man. Okay, I like I said tonight. We already played Sons of Rock and the, and the other metal song, and then we'll knock it out with this one. All right, sounds good. Thank you very much. Oh, no problem, man. Have yourself a good one. You rock. Okay, you too.
Hey, and there you go, man. I want to thank thank Rayman definitely for being on the show tonight. And everybody else for tuning in and listening to us tonight here on Maximum Threshold Radio. It means a whole lot to us. So we're getting out of here. I want to thank everybody for tuning in this week's edition of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show, episode 502. 502. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Horns up, fist in air, baby. We'll see you guys, man. Thanks for tuning in. Like I said. You have just listened to the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Maximum Threshold Radio Show live every Saturday night from 8 to 11 p.m. Exclusively on MaximumThreshold.net. I'd like to thank all the affiliates, all our sponsors, and all our listeners for tuning in this week and listening to this week's edition of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Thanks for tuning in again. See you next week on the Maximum Threshold Radio Show.